Welcome to Bubbles and Biz, where we raise a glass to small business owners and entrepreneurs. Hi, I'm Nicole Bernard, and I'll be your host. I've been a small business owner for over 12 years, and I know how hard it is to market your business effectively. With all the tools out there, it can be confusing, and with all the tasks of running a business, it can be hard to find the time. In this podcast, I'll cover best marketing practices, essential tips and tricks to grow your business, and chat with other business owners to glean valuable information that they are using to crush their goals. So grab a glass and let's chat. Hey guys, and welcome back to Bubbles and Biz, where we raise a glass to small business owners and entrepreneurs. Um, This week, I'm really excited to have a local guest on my podcast. Uh, Her name's Allison Ward-Leitner, and she is the owner of Cherry River, um, a CBD bath, beauty, and wellness company. So thanks so much for joining me. Hi, thanks so much for having me. Yeah. Um, so, hectic week. We've got some champagne. Uh, what are you drinking? Well, I today have some Underwood Rosé Bubbles. Nice. How is it? I haven't tried it yet, but the, the bottle is what like, stood out to me. And I was like, oh, I'm going to grab that one. <laughs> I've actually been waiting for the podcast to try it. So I'm about to have my first sip and I can <laughs> tell you all about it. Perfect. Um, yeah, I just went with my regular, I don't know if you've listened to any of the podcasts. I say the same thing like every week. I need to branch out. But um, I get like the cans, the um, like the house wine ones. I know. I absolutely love those. They're delicious. They're convenient. I mean, it's, it's awesome. But um, yeah, yes. so that's what I'm sipping on. But um, I, I will give a two thumbs up to this rosé bubbly. It's not super sweet, which is always hard to find. Yes. Yeah. And I'm not a sweet sweet drinker. Like I like it as dry as you can get. So that's good to know. Yes. It's still a little sweet, but it definitely is not as sweet as I've had. Awesome. All right. Well, I am excited um, because you're the first person that I've talked to that owns a company like this. Um, So yeah. So tell us about your business, you know, how long you've been a small business owner, you know, how you got into it and you know, like why you started it, all of that good stuff. Okay, well, I'll start with a real quick um, introduction about the business. Uh, For anybody who does not know what CBD is, CBD is the medical side to the cannabis plant. Um, And instead of using marijuana plants, we use industrial hemp plants, which are very high in these cannabinoids and CBD, and we use that in our products. So when we talk about CBD, that's kind of very specifically what we're talking about. Um, I came into this business in a very roundabout kind of way. My whole family is in the cannabis business. My dad has been in this industry for close to 10 years. Um, He has been an entrepreneur for close to 10 years. He started out with trying to design a new way to build an LED light, which led to working with um, smaller operations back when it was just medically available, which as the legalization has grown, has led to him being very knowledgeable in this industry. And so he's actually a contract manufacturer who, um, who processes oil, who gets the oil out of the plant. Um, and he ha- helped my cousins with their farm. They started growing on their farm and they are now one of the largest hemp farms around. And my brother also works in cannabis. He uh, 
has a very successful marijuana company, uh, makes a vape pen that's been featured in Forbes magazine. And his wife also owns a magazine that she started called Broccoli. It's by women in weed for women in weed. It's like Vogue for the mm. cannabis world. That's awesome. So my whole family is is into the cannabis industry. And my husband and I both finished our time in the military. Um, and we moved from Virginia, which is where we were stationed. And we came over to Oregon. And we started using CBD. Um, my, my husband started using it for uh, chronic back pain that he had. And he, he was very skeptical. We'll go, he's a very uh, science-based person, mm-hmm. um, a big believer in modern medicine. And so taking this plant supplement, like, I mean, it's not going to hurt me. I might as well try it. Uh, and he started using it and he didn't realize it was making a difference until he stopped using it and realized that he was in a lot more pain when he didn't use it. Mm. We, so it, it was this neat thing to kind of see these benefits and how they were affecting our family um, and helping us quality of life. And, and it was leading to him um, being able to stop taking of some of the medications that had been prescribed to him by the VA because his injury was free from being in the military. So being able to go off some of his medications to improve his quality of life was this really neat thing to see. And as we were watching it, I was like, hey, honey, so we know this is super cool and Christmas is coming up. Let's make some bath bombs with CBD oil. We can get it from my dad. I can find a recipe. I like to bake. I like to put things together. You have a really good like sense of smell and putting different scents together that smell really good. Let's do this really cool thing and make bath bombs with CBD. And we did. And our friends went, that's fantastic. Make more. We want to buy these. (laughs) That's awesome. And it was, uh, it was really cool. It was really surprising. And it launched this incredible business that we're about to hit uh, two years in January with being in business. Wow. And we've, we've grown in incredible ways. We have launched um, a variety of items. We are getting ready to launch a brand new sport line designed for athletes. And Everything that we do is my husband and I out of our home in the Dallas, Oregon. <laughs> That's amazing. I I love it. Um, that is just so cool. And I'm mean, the new athlete. Like <clears throat> that's gonna be great for the gorge because I mean everybody's ah. active and you know on the river, on the mountain. Like that's gonna be perfect. And that's we're hoping to get into like the local gyms where people go and work out because mm-hmm. it's. It's just, it's another tool to help with muscle recovery and to help with muscle pain when you're working out. It's a perfect thing to just throw in your gym bag. It's kind of like an icy hot. Yeah, definitely. And I think, and I'm sure you probably, do people ever get kind of like, well, I don't want to do that. It's marijuana. You know, like that whole misconception (laughs) of (laughs) like, this isn't going to get you stoned. This is a, you know, a beneficial herb for you. Yes. So I, um, about half my job is education. Yeah. And when I did my very first show out here in the Dalles, I 
was at this little marketplace and I had my table set up and I have my sign that says it's CBD and it's handcrafted and it's my bath bombs are out and people are walking by and just kind of looking at me. And, and I was really intimidated of, I know that this might seem kind of out of place if you don't really understand where it comes from, how it was farmed and how it's beneficial. Um, you might look at it and be like, why is she selling weed where my 12-year-old daughter is? Right. So I started becoming very vocal in education and in just talking with people about how, how it came to be, about what people use it for, about how it's grown in the field and the differences between a full-spectrum oil and a broad-spectrum oil and an isolate CBD oil. And uh, something that people started realizing is that I'm not going to, when I give education, it's not to sell you my product. It's not to sell you Cherry River. It's to educate you because I think this is a fantastic plant and you may not want to use anything that I have. You may be looking for something very specific, but I have a handful of other companies that I know that I know they also have a high quality oil and they make wonderful products and it's an organic source. So I can recommend just about anywhere for anybody to find something. Mm -hmm. And that's, that became super important because people started to realize that there's a lot of education to be had. And if somebody's not trying to sell you something, you can pick up a lot of information from them to help you make a better decision. Right. Definitely. Um, last, like, I think it was about a year and a half ago, I was helping this, um, they're called Habu, H-A-B-U. Um, they're out of Portland and it's a marijuana or it's cannabis. It's a cannabis research company. And I was working with, she's a neuroscientist and I had no idea, like all the benefits of cannabinoids, uh, probably butchered how that said, but like, <laughs> it's can- cannabinoids maybe like it's such a long word. Well, there's cannabinoids and there's cannabidiol. And I think I said that right. But if I didn't, I know my dad will call me and correct me. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it was so interesting. And it was really like her big thing is to try and, you know, um, make a dent in this, the opioid crisis that we have in this country and, you know, showing all these I benefits. Like her. Yes. Yeah. It's really, it's a really neat thing. Um, but yeah, like I said, I had no idea all of these things that, that are there in the plant that are, you know, the, like more on the THC side that are, are medicinal and like help so many people. It's a cool plant. It's such a cool plant. Did you know that then when, when they were trying to clean up the radioactive soil over at Chernobyl, they planted hemp plants because they do such a good job of absorbing, um, the, the, chemicals up from the ground. Wow. No, I had no idea. (laughs) It's such a cool plant. And yeah, yeah. that's amazing. I I get, I get super nerdy on it sometimes. (laughs) Well, I mean, you can tell you're passionate about it and that is what matters. You know, um, I have another like, uh, story, I guess, kind of one of our good friends, um, was diagnosed with cancer a few years back and it was like pretty far along, like stage four long. And, um, she was, uh, probably like late forties and, you know, everybody was like, well, you know, if you don't, if something happens, don't be surprised. Like that's how bad she was. And she kept mm-hmm. going back to the hospital and did the chemo, did the radiation, blah, blah, blah. Um, and it, you know, it didn't really help. Um, and then she and, um, her brother started making like the, they did the oil. Um, and yeah, she's, I'm not saying that's the one thing that cured it, but I mean, she'll tell you that 
that was, played such a big part and she's alive today and she's cancer free. Um, so a, it is, a lot of people have stories like that. Yeah. It's, it's a beautiful thing. It's, I always tell people that, that it helps with quality of life because there's not medical research that fully backs things on, on helping with cancer. There have been some abstract studies done mm -hmm. on how they can help shrink cancerous cells, but there's not enough out there to really say that, but it is, the research is starting to come in and I'm so excited to see what it says. Yeah. Now, now that it's fully federally legal. Mm -hmm. on so long as it's from hemp it's fully federally legal we're going to start seeing the research happen and it's going to be so cool to see where it goes yeah because i mean it's going to help so many people um it, and i don't yeah. i don't think people realize that yet but, or maybe that's maybe that's starting to change which is amazing because it, it really is starting to change and like going back to with being where i live it's it's more of a conservative town mm -hmm. it's a very small town we're also new to the town i mean we've only been here for two and a half years. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So, so you started the second out. you got there, really. <laughs> we really, we moved in in May and we started for Christmas. <laughs> um, so it's, but the, the people that we've helped here um, have become our most passionate advocates because they then tell everybody else mm -hmm. about it and people can see these actual physical differences. Mm -hmm. uh, in in people that they love once they start using products like this right and it's this really cool and beautiful and heartbreaking but in the good way mm -hmm. thing to see that's amazing I love it that's so cool um so you have so much going on so you make the products right like the Yes. Okay. So that I'm sure is super time consuming. Um, you have family, um, you guys have the farm. So how do you like balance your work and life? Well, so it, it's the farm is down in Woodburn. Those are my cousins. I'm not okay. involved with the farm. That's helpful. Um, and I do have two kids. They're three and four and a half. Oh. My husband is a business partner. He and I run this together. So we're able to help balance each other. We have the added fun times of we're both college students. I am a full-time college student going to school in Vancouver. So wow. I can in twice a week. And my husband is finishing his degree in fine arts and he goes in currently four days a week. So we get a lot of work done in the car. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So yeah. And do you guys have like an actual storefront or? Nope. Okay, cool. We um, are online only. Awesome. Yeah. And I'm, <clears throat> I'll ask all that at the end and put all that in the podcast notes so everybody can order. But um, I was awesome. curious about that. Yeah. Man, we going want, to college. Can, day? What's that? Yeah. We, we want to have a storefront one day, but we're not. Not yet. Yeah. <laughs> It'll come, you know, when It'll the time's come. ready. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. That's great. Like taking advantage of that commuting time. I mean, it kind of sucks to be in the car, but I mean, it is like downtime that, you know. It's downtime when we can work. Our kids go to um, preschool over in Vancouver, right where we are. Oh, cool. So the whole family can drive together and we listen to silly songs, like the 2,000 different renditions of Baby Shark. Right. Oh, um, God. Oh, there's so many. There really are. And then it just gets stuck in your head for like weeks on end. At least it does it to me. It really does. <laughs> yes. 
Um, and, and so that, that kind of helps with our, uh, with our home and work and life balance, um, that we do get, we do get a little bit of extra time together. So that keeps our family balanced. Mm -hmm. So when we have to take time away to go out and make stuff, um, we, we can do so more easily, but that's also the advantage of working from our home. We've, we've set our garage up to be our workshop. Mm -hmm. So we can work out there and our kids can very easily come out there to get us as needed for anything that they need. Mm -hmm. Um, Or we can open up our garage door and the kids play in the driveway as we're modeling things or as we're putting together shipping orders. So working from home does have those advantages. Yeah, totally. Um, My husband and I ran an organic farm on the Washington side for about seven years. And wow. Yeah, it was fun. Um, And so, and well, we had a little brewery as well, um, a few years into it. Um, Same thing, like our kids were able to just run like, you know, 50 feet from the house and come get us. And I don't know, it's just like has that family feel, which is really cool to have in like a business setting too. You know what I mean? Yes. It's, it's fun. It makes it more laid back. It's, and I really like, cause I feel like it shows my kids that you can do some really crazy cool stuff if you just work hard for it. Yes, totally. I totally agree. That's awesome. Um, so do you use any certain apps or automation or anything like that in your business to help, um, you know, help grow, thrive, you know, keep. We, um, we use social media, uh, as much as we can, as our business has been growing, I have worked at getting better about doing things like daily Instagram posts. Mm-hmm. To help our visibility and daily Facebook posts. Um, we don't really have much with apps. We recently hired um, a web designer and she went through and kind of updated our website and helped with our SEO. And then she also set up Google Analytics and mm. is helping us like learn how to understand that so we can see all of our traffic and where it's coming from and how we can help boost that traffic. Awesome. Um, and then she also helped set us up with like our first click funnel and little things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but everything so far that we've done has just, it's, it's a slow organic grow. That's the best. I mean, it takes a little bit longer, but I mean, that's just like the best way to grow, you know? Cause then, you know, like, you've got people that are really genuinely following you because they are so in love with your products. You know what I mean? I, I do. And that's really kind of, uh, whenever we post a promotion, we have the same people that order that specific promotion because they're a genuine follower. And so they follow us to find those promotions and mm-hmm. sales that will offer. Yeah. I love it. Um, Cause I mean, you can just tell sometimes you can go to like people's profiles and they have like, I don't know, 30,000 followers and hardly any posts and you know, like no likes on any comments. And it's like, well, did you yeah, buy those? You did. You <laughs> right. bought those. Exactly. Absolutely. <laughs> um, so what do you guys do to help your business grow? You know, like how do you get out of your comfort zone to get those goals and like any examples of that? That is for us a very fun question um, to answer. We as a cannabis company, even though we're using federally legal industrial hemp, we're not allowed to advertise traditionally. We 
cannot use Etsy or Shopify. We cannot use um, Facebook. Like I can't boost ads on Facebook or Instagram. I can't. Oh, that's a bummer. I I can't put product up on Amazon. (laughs) Um, We are very limited Mm -hmm. in in how we can help our business grow. So we do instead. we'll focus doing giveaways or donating goods to auctions mm-hmm. uh, to help spread word of mouth that way. And we reach out to the community. I talked earlier about how I do education and because I do education without ever selling anything, I have become the person that gets tagged in like the Portland moms group that has 20,000 people. When someone has a CBD question, they'll tag me on it. And a lot of times me giving that education will lead to somebody clicking on my Facebook profile and they see that I work for, you know, this company here, that I own this company. And so then they can find their way organically um, to our site. And that's helped us grow and I think helped us grow in a very positive way. Mm -hmm. Um, We've also done a couple of bigger things. Uh, We competed in the entrepreneur pitch fest at Clark College up in Vancouver, Washington. Oh, cool. And it was it was a really fun process um, put on by the Clark College Entrepreneur Club, which is where we were both students at the time. And we got to pitch to business professionals and it was like a shark tank for college. Oh, that's awesome. Businesses. And it was a really fun experience. Um, we had to learn how to write Uh, business proposals and we had to learn how to evaluate our company and I had to learn how to break down our numbers and our manufacturing overhead and how to make sure that our costs were keeping us at a you know competitive level but still at an affordable level where we can still make you know a profit so we can continue to grow and offer other things so that was really helpful and it connected us with some amazing Uh, people within the business community who have turned around and told their friends about us. And so that helped us grow uh, quite a bit. Mm -hmm. And um, other, other than that, it's just a lot of daily Facebook posts, daily Instagram posts, and uh, hoping that the product that we send out for samples gets into the right hands and the right person puts it on and goes, this is great and shares it to their social media. Yeah. That word of mouth marketing never goes out of style. Like ever. never goes out of style. <laughs> that's, that's great. I, that shark tank thing. That seems like that would have been so much fun. It was super fun and it prepared us to pitch to shark tank for reels, which Ooh. I actually pitched to a producer. <gasps> Are you serious? That is so cool. Like, have you heard back or is like, I mean, I'm sure it takes forever. We have not heard back, um, but I do know that they have started filming already for the season. So I'm assuming that this year we didn't make it through mm-hmm. to the final round, but I did get to actually pitch to a producer. I got through the written application process and I made it that one step farther. And that was, it was so cool. It was yeah. terrifying because you have 90 seconds to do an elevator pitch. Oh gosh. As you can tell, I talk a lot. So putting it in 90 seconds was really, really hard. Yeah. Well, that would, like you said, that would seem terrifying, but like in such a 
amazing way, but yes, terrifying. <laughs> and that's exactly, it was terrifying in an amazing way, um, which is kind of what our business has been this entire time. We've made some <laughs> great connections. Um, mm-hmm. If you go onto our Instagram account, you'll actually find a picture of us at the Waterfront Blues Festival taking a selfie with Jim Belushi. What? I will have to go yeah. find that. He um, he is also very heavily involved in the cannabis industry. And Cherry River was the very first CBD company approved to be a sponsor at the Waterfront Blues Festival this summer. Mm. And Jim Belushi was uh, a host at the Waterfront Blues Festival. So um, we were able to collaborate with him uh, to put up some of the information about his farm in our tent, which led to him coming by and taking a selfie, which was just, it made my day. Yeah, that's like surreal because, I mean, he seems like such a cool guy. He really is. He gives really good hugs. <laughs> that's awesome. I can somehow picture that. <laughs> yep. How so, cool. It was, it was super cool. Um, so, you know, we've, we've gotten like some, some super cool people to try it and, and mm-hmm. get excited about it. And so we're just kind of waiting for that day where the right person says the right thing and we suddenly have a website, you know, with 500 back orders. It'll be amazing. Right. Yeah. Like something goes viral. I, I something goes it. viral. Um, so for the laws, like going back to that, like with the advertising and everything, do you know if that will change in the future or? Like- oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, it absolutely will. So the reason why the laws are the way that they are is um, back in 2014, the Obama administration legalized uh, industrial hemp, CBD, basically. Mm-hmm. And the DEA turned around and said, oh, no, this is a class one narcotic. Hemp? Not, I, I didn't think hemp yeah. was the same as marijuana. Is it? It's not. It, it's it, They're both from the cannabis family, but they're not okay. the same. Right. And the DEA turned around and said this. And a bunch of states basically laughed it off. Uh, this, is, this is where you get that difference between federal and state. And if the federal government had wanted to, they could have get, gone after the individual states for CBD use or making mm-hmm. CBD or shipping CBD. But it was just kind of this gray area that most people overlooked, that it was not federally legal because it was on the classified drug list, but it was a ridiculous decision to put it on the classified drug list. Right. So most states didn't really care. Um, CBD has been, you know, I've seen it in major stores for at least the past couple of years. Um, but it still had that regulatory thing happening. Mm-hmm. Up until this last December, the Trump administration signed the, oh, it's not the, agri- it might be the Agricultural Act, um, in which they declassified it from the DEA class one narcotic list. So it's oh, good. a classified substance. Mm-hmm. Um, so now it's fully federally legal. Uh, it's no longer a classified drug, but these companies like, PayPal and Etsy and Shopify haven't caught up with those federal regulations yet. Mm-hmm. And so they still don't allow for the use of their platforms. It's a horrible business decision because right. this is a, uh, it's in the next four years projected to be a $22 billion industry. Wow. Um, 
So if they were smart and they wanted to make money on it, they'd get in on it now. Uh, right. Where? Because somebody Square else is going to. Processing. <laughs> well, and that's the thing. So Square started doing processing um, at reasonable interest or reasonable rates for merchant processing for credit cards. Like mm-hmm. before Square, the best rate that you get is you were charged 7% per transaction fee. What? That's ridiculous. But, That's not oh, fair. Yeah. I mean, cause it, I mean, I use, you know, some of those processors and they're way, way lower than that. <laughs> it's a high risk industry and mm-hmm. nobody else would do it. So we were left with no choice, but to pay right. the obscene rates. Mm-hmm. And Square saw the opportunity and they stepped in and they did some beta testing and it's now actually um, open for application. If you have a CBD company, you can process with Square and they keep the rates very close to what they keep the rates for a regular retail company. And that is brilliant of them because everybody is right. going to go with Square. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, why wouldn't they? A smart business move. Yeah. Bank of the West is the only bank that will accept CBD bank accounts. So Bank of the West is going to get everybody's money. Right. Yeah. I mean, good. They should. I mean, that's they should. silly. They, they were the first ones willing to work with us. Yeah. So, and then they'll gain the loyalty and it's, it's everybody else will catch up. So eventually we'll be able to do all of that stuff that a quote unquote regular company does. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we've, we've managed to thrive without having to do any of that so far. That's awesome. Yeah. Cause I mean, I feel like I see it more places now. Like, I mean, I was at stoked the other day and it was, you know, the little coffee shop at hood river and it, there's like a little CBD shot you can take. And I think I saw it at, um, might've been volcanic. Like, so, I mean, it's definitely seems like it's popping up more and more places. Yes. You can go into, I went to the designer shoe warehouse over in Portland and they had a rack of CBD items. In a shoe store. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> like, we're okay. literally casting that that you know net pretty wide. <laughs> they really are. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, so, do you have any advice on how business owners can break out of their comfort zones? I would say that the biggest piece of advice that I would give for breaking out of your comfort zone is to talk to other business owners mm-hmm. and to be willing to really listen to what they tell you. Um, we can get so stagnant in what we do and we can get so caught up in how we run our business that it can be very hard to hear anybody else that's giving a suggestion for something that may help you grow in a different, but better direction. Right. Totally. Yeah. We can get tunnel vision pretty easily. Yes. We get, we get tunnel vision and I know that I've had it on certain projects that I've done where I'm like, no, this is how it's going to be. And I'm going to make it happen this way. And then it fails miserably. And once you're able to, recognize that other people have probably faced that problem and probably can give you really good advice. It makes growth so much easier. Totally. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, I had a bonus episode that came out yesterday when I I talked to the owner of um, 
Move Me. It's like an active wear line out of New Orleans. And she's only two years in, just like you. And she was like, I just jumped in. I Googled everything and I asked, like I asked people. And she was mm-hmm. like, I know like, you know, some people we get scared. We don't want to ask other business owners, but I mean, it is vital to growth because, you know, sometimes we just feel stupid and it's like, oh, I don't want to go ask that guy there, you know, crushing it. Like, why would they answer me? But the thing I've, you know, about entrepreneurs and small businesses, like, I feel like we're open books. Like we want to see each other succeed, you know? That's exactly it. We want, I do. I want to see every person out there do amazing. This world is big enough for Mm -hmm. all of us to succeed. Totally. Yep. So yeah, I love that. I love that that's your advice because and it can, it can be intimidating, you know what I mean? And it can be scary, but the yep. benefits far outweigh that fear. So just, just do it. Just try it. You know, the worst the thing worst, it could be like, no, and then they're a jerk and you wouldn't want to work with them anyway. <laughs> exactly. That's, the worst thing is that they say no, and then you don't have what you already didn't have. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> uh, I love it. Um, okay. Wow. We're already to the end. Um, your five favorites, um, your favorite book, your favorite drink, your favorite thing to do to relax, um, thing to watch and place to go. Okay. My favorite book is the princess bride. Oh, is that, so I've never read the book. I've seen the movie. Is it the same? So yes and no. It's, um, it's the story but there's a lot more to it. And it's the one um, thing in which I can say the book and the movie are equally as good. One is Ooh. not better than the other. Wow. That's, you know, you don't usually hear that often because it's usually like the book's way better, you know, it, I'm going to have to check that out. It usually is, uh, but it's, it's amazing. And it's really, really funny. It's really <laughs> funny. Awesome. Cause I mean, the movie's hilarious. Like I'm giggling just thinking of it right now. I don't yep. know why. It's such a good movie. Yeah. Um, my favorite drink. Um, my favorite drink is Earl Grey tea with a little bit of milk and a little bit of sugar. Nice. I am not a tea drinker, but that sounds good. <laughs> it's. I. I drink way too much of it. It's. It's bad, but it's no. delicious. Well, it's good for you though. Like I know tea has its benefits, so that's good. Yeah, but too much caffeine. I really uh, need to true. decaf. Yeah, I need to switch to decaf coffee, but I don't see that happening. But <laughs> I don't see it happening. So that's that's what I do instead of coffee. Well, that good. Um, yeah. My favorite thing to relax is sewing. Oh, fun! It's it's super fun. Yeah, I'm sure you kind of get in a zone and just kind of do it. I, yeah. I I don't really know how to. That's sew, exactly. But. It's it's I can I can just like put on a silly show and drink a glass of wine and sew things for hours at a time. It's great. Oh, that sounds fun and relaxing. Very relaxing. Um, my favorite thing to watch tends to bounce around, but I'm very, very excited because the masked singer is back and that's my current most favorite thing to watch. I haven't seen that one. It is ridiculous and hilarious. <laughs> and I love singing like, I can't sing to save my life except for at really bad karaoke. So I really like listening to good singing and uh, it's, it's hilarious. It's I'll, really good. I'll have to check that out. Cause we've watched the voice, but it's a little, my husband's like, I can't deal with all their, you know, BS stuff. I'm like, well, you know, I get there, it. There's so, no real big BS stuff on the masked singer. It's, 
a couple of comedians and a couple of singers trying to figure out what somebody's identity is based on ridiculous clues. Oh, fun. You get super into it. Like I'll be yelling at the TV like, no, it's this person, this person. (laughs) It's like the game Guess Who, like when we were kids, right? Kind of? It's exactly. It's the game Guess Who with singing. Oh, fun. Okay. I'm going to check it out. I've seen like, you know, um, a few of the like trailers or whatever, but I just hadn't checked it out yet. Highly recommended. Good to know. Um, and then my favorite place to go would be the beach. Mm. I love the beach. Yeah. It's so relaxing. Do y'all ever go to the coast much? We're actually leaving for the coast in about an hour. Oh, wow. Oh, awesome. <laughs> so we're, we're super excited for that. Um, and, and we'll be there for the weekend. Nice. And I love the coast, but I will say my heart belongs on on like sandy beaches yeah true sunshine yeah where are you from where are you from originally? from here oh okay <laughs> I'm from Portland um but I lived in Virginia for yeah. seven years I was in Virginia six okay years. six years I was in Virginia and I just came to love the uh Virginia Beach and the mm-hmm. Outer Banks in North Carolina I spent a lot of time down there that's awesome. I never, my husband and I, we lived in North Carolina for like a year and a half. Um, oh, where'd we, you live? Uh, actually over by Asheville. So like we never made okay. it to the coast, but I hear it was awesome. But we're originally from New Orleans. So if you ever have a chance <gasps> to go to like the Gulf Coast, like. Florida-ish, oh my God, I want to. Oh, one of my beaches are, you'll love them. Yeah. One of my best girlfriends is in Atlanta and oh, I nice. really want to try to meet her over in New Orleans. Yeah, y'all should. It's, it's a really, really neat city. It really is. Yeah. How long have you been up here? Um, we came up here two years after Katrina, so 2007. Um, okay. Yeah, and we ran our farm. We had an organic farm, uh, vegetable farm, um, and brewery for seven years. Um, and then we actually, like, caused too much traffic. Our neighbors didn't like it, so we closed <laughs> down. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a, that's a story for another bottle of champagne without a recording. But, um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, it was awesome. So then we, uh, in 2000, and yeah, 2017, we left, went back, like I said, to North Carolina to try to be back in the South by yeah. his, his family. Like my parents have both passed away. Um, but we just missed the gorge. Like we missed being up here. So we just got back in April. So we've only been back for six months. So. Oh my God. Yeah. And we never and lived in Hood do. River. We were over in Carson. So like we were like, we want more sunshine. So we're going to go to Hood hey, River. can we... Random question, because we have to swing through Carson on our way to the coast. Should we, can we cross the Bridge of the Gods, or will we have to backtrack if we do that? Is uh, it no. if we cross in Hood River? Um, coming from the Dallas? No, yeah, you can cross at the Bridge of the Gods. You will not backtrack, okay. because you're still going to have to go towards Portland. So you're, you're still Perfect. on your way. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. Yeah, I've got a girlfriend who, I don't know if she's reached out to you, Dina Grinstead? No. She's also in the Hood River Mamas group. She just started a bakery and I'm picking up some gluten-free dinner rolls from her on my way to the coast. Fun. Is she, um, Sophia, is Sophia her partner or business partner? Heart to heart. Yes. Uh Uh-huh. Yes. Okay. I know Sophia because she's married to the brewer at Walking Man and I work with Walking Man, um, with their marketing. So I, and I've just, you know, being in the brewing industry because we had one really small world. Very cool. Yeah. (laughs) Awesome. We're going to have to like get together. Oh, we so do. I really do. (laughs) Yes, totally. (laughs) 
Um, well, thank you. And yeah, I super I, appreciate this. Yeah, this has been awesome. Let me, um, yeah, so I'll, I'll edit this part out, but, um, yeah, so we need to get, um, all of your information. Um, oh, yes. yeah. So where can everybody find you online? What's your, uh, your website address so they can buy these amazing products, social media, all of that good stuff. So online, you can buy directly from us at cherryriver.net. Um, we're also on Facebook and Instagram. Instagram, it is at cherry.river.cbd. And Facebook is just at cherryriverCBD. I highly recommend following us on either Instagram or Facebook because we do like to do special promotions just for our social media customers who do follow us there. And it's also there that you'll find coupon codes that we don't post to our general website. Awesome. Yeah. Those will be in the podcast notes. Um, I'm really excited uh, to share all this because really yeah, I know, this has been a really fun conversation. So thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much for having me. This was not as scary. Um, as, as I was worried about. <laughs> well, that's why I send the champagne. It makes it a lot easier. <laughs> it really does. And it's really good champagne. Good. Yeah, I know. Like I said, I'm going to have to go try it. Um, you really do. Awesome. Um, well, thanks for listening, everyone. Have a great weekend.